this movie, Moises. This movie's a hoot and a holler. This, yeah, um, lowest rated Will Smith movie for me so far, and probably oh. it'll stay that way. Okay. Interesting. This is, this is a one star motion picture, Moises. Whoa. Which I understand. I don't know. I guess, sorry. Uh, just, you know, we talk about Moises and I are both on the app Letterboxd, which is a sort of social media app that lets you log and rate the movies you watch, you know, type a little review if you want. Um, Moises, I don't know if you know this. I think I might just have a newer version. You can give movies lower than three stars. You know, I didn't know if you. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> next week when we talk about Bright, there, there, we'll, uh, we'll talk about that new feature. <laughs> Oh, oh, right. I forgot you gave Bright too. Nothing has made me less excited to watch that movie than to see you gave it like a two star rating. I'm fucking pissed at oh, that. God. I've been see, waiting for that movie so fucking long to finally watch it. You, I'm, I, I'm a much more jaded and cynical person than you. And so I give a lot more lower ratings. So like the trades, like, you know, like a Moises three star is usually a Kellen two and a half, you know? Yeah. Moises four and a half is like a count three and a half or four, you know, there's a, it's not exact, but seeing you give it the two star rating, I just, I'm really scared. <laughs> Should we just get into it? Yeah. I, I'm, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't My, well, it's, I, I mean, there's a, I actually think there's a, this is a fascinating movie. This is like, I, I want to say, I just think that when it comes to watching movies, I'm very easily entertained. And like, if I have fun in a movie, if I'm entertained, if I'm drawn in, then I, I like it, you know, it, it's hard for me to, to, I, I think it has it on my bio. It's hard for me to hate a movie. It's like yeah. really hard for me to hate a movie. I will say this is a bad movie. Um, okay. But, I had a pretty good time watching it. Okay. I don't think I'll ever watch it again. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> but the first like 45 minutes or so, I was laughing pretty consistently, like a sort of uh, like a drunken king. I was going. laughing too. <laughs> this, <movie's laughs> really fun. this movie makes no sense. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to... I'm, this is Big Willie style. This is the show where every week we watch a film in the career of Will Smith. We talk about the movie, talk about what it says about Will Smith as a person and what it says about our pop culture as a whole. Join us as we follow Will Smith as he goes from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air to arguably the biggest movie star of all time. How does he do it? You know it's Big Willie style. This week... Um, we're talking about Collateral Beauty, which is, I can only assume, the first motion picture to be entirely written by an, a computer AI. And um, by like a small child getting paid like $5 per line. A, a small child who is like dictating like a Hallmark movie he saw his parents watching to this computer he, ai he's like, like trying to remember he's trying to describe to his friends this uh hallmark movie that he saw his parents watching and he doesn't realize that like it was multiple hallmark movies you know yes yes and also rain over me starring <laughs> I, I completely forgot about that i'm glad you remembered that this is yeah moises and i we 
had this arrived at the same conclusion independently. That's how long we've been doing this fucking show. This is Collateral Beauty is Will Smith's Reign Over Me, which longtime listeners of the show will remember Adam Sandler's Reign Over Me. A very bizarre drama set in New York. It features its main character riding around on a unique form of transportation, whether it be a bike or a motorized scooter. Which, wait a minute. Oh, dang it. Almost matched up. I gave Rain Over Me three stars. You gave it one and a half. Oh. Dang, almost. It almost matched up. I might. Drop it down at one for the the one time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I might. I'm trying to. I think Rain Over Me had like a one or two genuinely affecting moments. Oh, okay. Which is why I gave it that extra half. No, no, this one really doesn't. Uh, <laughs> this is a movie featuring uh, Will Smith, Edward Norton, Michael Pena, uh, Helen Mirren, Kate Winslet, Kira Knightley. Uh, am I missing somebody? No. Those are the heavy hitters. Those yeah. are the heavy hitters. Naomi Harris. Yeah. It's a movie. I think the interesting thing about Collateral Beauty that you kind of had to be there for, because I do remember kind of clearly when this movie came out. I remember hearing... Seeing the trailer for this movie mm-hmm. and thinking like, oh, okay, that's just kind of like fucking cheesy holiday release bullshit, you know? Because the trailer for this movie, if you watch a trailer, you would think this is a movie about Will Smith who is grieving the loss of his daughter and as a form of therapy, writes letters to the universe only to have these concepts of um, love, time, and death personified visit him and help him work through his trauma and like sort of help him regain who he was. If you saw the trailer, that's the movie you think you're going into. But this movie is a little twist. It's a little little different. (laughs) This is actually a movie about three coworkers trying to gaslight their grieving uh, boss (laughs) into thinking he's insane so that they can sell the company. With no repercussions. None. Which is kind of why I like it. (laughs) this movie makes no fucking sense yet somehow like i mean in today's day and age where we are not we aren't seeing as many movies in the theater and we're also watching these will smith movies that you can't see in the theater so like it's been kind of hard to sit down and watch a movie all the whole thing just like in one sitting with no distractions Mm. And I did it with this. Like, I was so drawn in the entire time with this fucking movie. Like, it, I'm confused as to why. Because, like, watching it, I'm like, wow, this is, like, dumb. And then, like, halfway through the movie, I'm like, wait, I haven't looked at my phone for the past hour. <laughs> it's like a siren's call, isn't it? Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know. And, oh, fuck. Okay, okay. It's just, yeah, um, like genuinely, if you, I, like the sort of buzz I remember hearing around the movie was that like, no, there, it's a lot like more baffling than you think it is. Like, yeah. <laughs> like um, which is always just a delightful thing to <laughs> have happen. Um, like, I don't understand... I could just end the podcast there. Um, <laughs> um, no, like, Will Smith recommendations. No, <laughs> I don't like. 
Because you look at like with the movie the trailers try to sell you on of like a man gets to like work through his grief after being visited by like uh you know love time and death personified and they're played by like huge actors or what you know that's like that's like getting on base you know of like that's like yeah sure you know that'll like get the family crowd this holiday season or whatever i just don't understand the choice it's interesting don't get me wrong it's on paper interesting to make your movie about uh three coworkers slash friends of will you know will smith's character who hire actors to play Love, Time, and Death to, like, fuck with him. They're doing a prank on him so that they could sell the company. Wait, is the prank, uh, like, at 3 a.m. and in the hood? The imposter from Among Us shows up. <laughs> it, it goes wrong and it goes sexual. Will Smith X, uh, EXE shows up. Like a creep, creepy pasta, like haunted Will Smith Blu-ray. I was watching Collateral Beauty, and Will Smith turned to the camera, and his eyes started bleeding. <laughs> he said, <laughs> "I will visit you in three days, Kellen." This is actually scaring me, Kellen. Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, had you heard of this movie, Moises? Like, I, I think I remember a Sandler episode where I'm, I'm like trying to tell you what it's about. Yeah, um, and that's like the only. I mean, this podcast is the only reason I've ever heard of this movie. <laughs> yeah, it is sort of a, I mean, it's the lowest opening in Will Smith's career at the box office. This makes $7 million. This makes $7 million in the opening weekend. Ooh, that's fucking bad. It opens against Rogue One, which probably ill-advised. Um, <laughs> Why would he do that? <laughs> Who in know. their right mind would fucking do that? Yeah, uh, so we decide we're releasing um, the week before Christmas, guys. Uh, yeah, we know Star Wars usually comes out that time, but there there won't be a Star Wars this year, right? Yeah, like it was uh, competing against Rogue One, and so the thought process is like, okay, that's for like the big blockbuster crowd, but maybe you know there's a crowd that wants like a a more human grounded drama, and ah oh, shit, it's also the weekend uh, Manchester by the Sea opens, so mm. they can just go see that. Yeah, damn. I guess this is for the people who want to see a drama, but also don't want to come out of it wanting to put a gun in their mouth. So <laughs> sad. Fun. I haven't even seen all of Manchester by the Sea. I just see like that one scene from it. And I'm like, oh, I don't think I have the strength. Yeah, I've Man- been waiting for a good day to watch that. Uh, is, is there any is there any background in this movie like at all? Let's see. It was originally going to have uh, Hugh Jackman as Will Smith's character. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, replaced by Will Smith, of course. Um, Rooney Mara was going to be in it at some point. Was if I play? If I had to, yeah. If I had to guess, I think she was going to be the Kira Knightley character. Uh, Rachel McAdams was going to be in it at some point. I'm assuming either Love or the Kate Winslet character. Mm-hmm. Um, he, uh, he, what? Hang on, sorry. Apparently, Jason Siegel was in talks to join the cast at some point. No clue who he would have been. Maybe the Ed Norton character? Fucking fine, though. I, I, I wonder how Jason Siegel's doing. He's probably fine. Just being like seven feet tall, you know? Just chilling. <laughs> Ooh, producers were eyeing Johnny Depp to star. Uh, okay. That's weird. <laughs> that's, that's weird. Uh, 
Jackman, no, Hugh Jackman drops out because he's committed to doing Logan. A great move on his behalf. Yes. <laughs> this is uh, the movie's written by uh, Alan Loeb. Um, who again, I just assume that's an acronym for some sort of computer program. Maybe. Alan Loeb, if you spell logistics organization <laughs> entertainment you, by if you spell lobe with lowercase l it looks like ai so oh yeah that's what they're that's what they're doing there gotcha yeah. um he wrote this script on spec uh which we've talked about before uh he said it's something that i've meditated on for a couple years the idea of someone who's been through a terrible loss and was angry and wrote letters to the universe. I didn't know why or how or what that meant for years, but it wouldn't leave me alone. And then he gets a eureka moment where he's like, I got it. We make the protagonists the co-workers that are trying to gaslight him. That was the start. That was the spark. Uh, maybe I'm start. Damn, this is one of those movies where it's like, I'm going to start not liking it. No, don't do I, I, about it. I always feel bad when that happens. You, If you like I, it. I don't feel bad. When stick to your guns if you like it stick to your guns you know yeah it that's just that sounds so fucking silly because i didn't go out of this movie thinking like fuck i'm sad it was i went out of it thinking like what was that i love that i watched that i'm never gonna watch it again though <laughs> like this movie did not touch me okay there was uh, one scene where it did kind of but like it didn't make me cry what, or what, scene, what scene got you it was just like uh the, i think okay i think this is a very good will smith performance i truly believe that like i'm dead ass i uh, think this is a really good will smith performance the only the scene that got me was just like the end where he was like you know like oh you know we're strangers now oh my yeah. god yeah like that scene got me okay um Didn't make me cry or anything <laughs> but it got me uh i I really don't think he's good in this. I, I think it's You're just, I, I know he's, it's a very showy, like I'm just going to yell and cry a lot performance. I fucking like it. I, I think he's uh, good. His physical, I feel bad. This is the only time I think we've seen Will Smith do like a real ugly cry in a movie. Yeah. And every time he did it, it reminded me of when he would like cry on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, like as a joke, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I, I, that's what I kept thinking of. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I like, but the thing is, he's and this is something you text me you wanted to talk about. He's barely, he's not really in it this that much. He's not. He's it's a real not, ensemble. He, he, yeah, he's not like there isn't only one star in this movie. Mm -hmm. This isn't a Will Smith movie. Yeah, like the first forty-five minutes or so of this, he's in maybe ten minutes. Yeah, like he's in a lot more of the second half. Like it kind of mm -hmm. the folk, but like. It's a, yeah, it's an ensemble. And, um, but there's just no tone, which is so fucking funny. Like, you don't know, like, there's one, there's like one scene where you think you're supposed to feel sad. And then the next scene is like, uh, like a, it's comedic. Like, you're, you're laughing. Like, well, you aren't laughing, but you're supposed to be laughing. What? You, yeah. Cause like, Michael, Michael Pena will say something funny. You're like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. He's sad. Like that character's sad. He's not funny. Yeah, like um like I told you, um uh like there's a part where Will Smith's character starts bicycling into like oncoming traffic, like on the Manhattan uh -huh. Bridge or something. And like 
I was laughing. It was funny. <laughs> yeah, that scene made me chuckle too. Like it, it was just so out of nowhere. It reminded me of that at the when that scene happened, I was like, this is rain over me. Speaking of rain over me, this is like such a tangent, but I just wanted to tell you before I forgot. But I woke up this morning and because of a dream I had, I was like convinced that Adam Sandler was Paul Walker's character in the Fast and Furious franchise. Why? I don't know. I had a dream where he was like, he was Brian O'Connor and he was like jumping off cars and stuff with Vin Diesel. And I woke up like, oh shit, we forgot to cover those when we did Enter Sandman. <laughs> and then I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> That's fucking Paul Walker. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I, someone please deep fake that. <laughs> I, you think they can, they can work in something for the Sandman in Fast 10, right? They could definitely work something in there i think my brain crossed the wires of like i'm because i've been re-watching the fast and furious series with my friends and like i think i went to bed thinking about how adam sandler was almost in collateral uh-huh. and i think like my brain <laughs> got those wires crossed dude how different would his career would have been if he would have got that if he like, did, well, if, if he would have done it if he was in, if he was Paul Walker's character in the Fast and the Furious, yes. <laughs> Let's see, two thousand one. That's like right after Big Daddy, isn't it? Yeah, he's still he's still hot, you know. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's hot. The biggest fucking one of the biggest. No, guys. I mean physically, he's hot. Oh yeah, like, physically he, he's hot. He's not that. He's like lovey yet. I like, think I'm, he's, I'm imagining uh, Adam Sandler from. Bulletproof, you know? Like okay. That guy. I, it's such... <laughs> it's just such a hard, like, thing to put in because, uh, as my friend Rachel said while we were watching the first Fast and Furious, um, I think part of what makes that movie... Those movies work is that Paul Walker looks like an angel. He looks like, like yeah. a... Ch- he looks like a cherub, you know? He's, like, a, he's like a surfer god. Yeah, like... With Adam Sandler, it's like this guy, like this guy, <laughs> like his face should be chiseled on mountains. Like he has a, he's gorgeous. No, Moises, Moises, I got it, I got it, I got it. Holy shit, Adam Sandler could have been Vince. Mm. You know that one uh, shithead that hangs out with Dom. And yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I think that would have. <laughs> but he would only been in one movie, right? Well, he's in, he's in, he shows up again in five. Yeah. Right. What you know, whatever. What's we're, we're never gonna talk about the Fast and Furious movies again. Yeah, no, no. So. We we no, fuck that. <laughs> That'd be a waste of time. Anyway, uh let's try and work our way back. Rain over me, collateral beauty. Okay. Rain over me, collateral beauty. Like that's the name of a crossover movie. Rain over me, comma, collateral beauty. Will Smith and Adam Sandler riding through New York together. <laughs> He's uh, in his scooter. Uh, mourning and- their families. One lost his daughter to cancer, the other to 9-11. Just, <laughs> they're busting heads, solving crimes. Fucking hell. <laughs> Sounds like a great, great yeah, Netflix the- original right there. <laughs> yeah. The, As the we're name. having this talk, I'm trying to look for a copy of Speed Racer on Blu-ray, but it's like impossible. Yeah, I've, I've had this link open. I'll send it to you. Um of like this like third party seller that I'm like about to, I just know the shipping's going to be like $20. The so one on I, Amazon, like it, it has like a different uh, cover art. Yeah. The only no, one I, uh, 
what is it called? A different region code, I think. Um, oh, wait, I just yeah. found... The one I just sent you is like region free. So that's the one I've been looking at. I cannot... Oh, I just found the... a good bid on eBay. I'm about to bid 15 bucks for it. Ooh, this is dork shit. I'm going to have to edit this out. Because <laughs> I really want to watch this movie again. As a, <laughs> Did I tell you, like, when, we, when you brought it up to me, did I tell you how much I love this movie as a kid? Speed Racer? Yeah, I fucking loved it. Have you seen it since then? No. Okay, then I think I'm going to replace... <laughs> like, if you want to... There's yeah. an itch. There's an... The itch in my crotch is telling me <laughs> hunka, hunka. <laughs> to watch Speed Racer immediately. Uh, no, like, should we? I, I guess it's if I want to make it worth their time. If I'm going to keep in this Speed Racer talk, should it, I, 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 I'll decide to add this out or not. We're talking about we're trying to plan out for later in the year. We're going to do another round of uh, personal favorites. Like, you know, we just get to we each get to pick a couple movies to talk, do on the show. And I'm strongly considering doing Speed Racer. That's why we're talking about it. Nothing set in stone yet. Wait, this one? Huh. I think I might just take a risk and buy one from Amazon, see if it comes in right. It has it, it has PG on it. I don't get why. Like, you don't have ratings on it like that, usually. Interesting. Um, anyway. Okay, I'll buy it. Yeah, let's get back into you know, what's uh, uh, Collateral Beauty. Yes. Not, um, wait, not collateral by uh no oh. i had that same thought i was like man i wish i was watching collateral um yeah i said uh i've been trying to convince my brother to watch collateral with me because i know he'd love it mm-hmm. and he said hey what movie you're watching and i was like oh collateral booty he's like what like i thought we were supposed to watch that together no like no 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 no, buddy i showed him ali and he adored it oh he loved ali and he Oh, he's going to so fucking glad. he's going to fucking love collateral. He then. loved the digital stuff. So I'm like, yes, you're going to fucking fall in I, love with collateral. How much? Because isn't it just like the stuff when he's like running at night? It's the stuff he's running at night. And then um, there's like a couple scene. Uh, there's a scene in, in the train. And then there's that scene where he's like standing on the roof and like the fire, the riots are happening after MLK just died. Oh yeah. And he's like doing yeah. the, it's fucking gorgeous. Oh my You should God. also show, you should show Miami Vice then. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm uh, listen, man, the month, the month of May isn't over yet. Okay. No, I got to catch up for Michael. <laughs> I, I've got. Tomorrow. I've got Lassa Mohicans, Collateral, um, Miami Vice. Do can I do you, do you do I still have your um voodoo account? Uh yeah, you could use it. Is it cool? Yeah, is it cool if I use it to watch Miami Vice? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay, cool. I appreciate it. Let's see. Um it's just really bizarre. Like there's it's just like the dialogue, it just feels off. Like the opening is like Will Smith giving this like shallow ass, meaningless Don Draper fucking wannabe speech to his company. And it cuts like three years later and he sets off this big fucking domino thing while like a dramatic song plays and like <laughs> so weird. Yeah. And it's like in slow motion. He walks away from it. Like it's an exploding like warehouse scene. Um, I, I don't, I don't know what, what the fuck do we say about this? I don't know. I thought it was a fun fucking time. Like I had fun watching this. Will Smith. What's a, a it's, uh, here, Edward Norton's a fucking asshole. Yeah. Um, he's a pussy and an asshole. Everyone's doing their best. Yeah. With this like 
god awful script that that they they got. Like Kara Knightley, Elizabeth Swan stabbed me with a cutlass. You know. <laughs> yes. It's just like you you're watching it and you're thinking like, oh, okay, they're gonna like you know once this is all over, they're gonna go talk to him right and be like, hey. Well, you like, do you, you know, no, there's no reckoning. The there's no there's reckoning. No, no, they fucking digitally remove them and make him look like a crazy person. And that is totally impossible. There's no fucking way they you, could digitally remove them like that. That no. made no sense. That pissed me the fuck off. Y- you can, but it would not look that convincing. No, like, it wouldn't. Will, like, no, there I, was literally shots where the person blocked Will Smith and like somehow they got Will Smith's movements perfectly like normal. Yeah. Like, uh, what was the, what I, I like, I wrote down, what was the VFX budget for like, you know, the Norn Winslet and Pena crew, you know, oh, they, like they, they spend millions. For they sure. got a freelance. Yeah. Freelance VFX got the, they fucking, got the guys who fucking worked on transformers. Got the fucking that. corridor digital guys. Like the, <laughs> VFX artists react to this video we made to gaslight our boss. <laughs> <laughs> Another part that made me, it's just so like, like there's a part, there's this like line, there's an exchange with like Ed Norton and Kate Winslet where they're just like info dumping their backstories and where she's like, you hired a private investigator? Yeah, I did. How'd you find them? Well, I, you know, they, they helped, they found out that, they're the one my hi- wife hired to find out I was having an affair. Oh, so we're in this situation because you cheated on your wife and you don't have custody on your daughter or some shit like that. Yeah. It's like, you know, these are fucking Oscar winners, aren't they? Has Ed Norton won? Is Kate Winslet won? I feel like Ed Norton has won. Edward Norton, by the way, I'm not sure if I've mentioned one of my favorite actors ever. Yeah. Um, okay. He, oh, fuck. He hasn't? Or... He. He's definitely been nominated. Okay, no, he's only been nominated. Oh, interesting. Um, for actor once American History X, which is the movie that made me make him one of my favorite actors. Um, best supporting actor, Primal Fear, and best supporting actor, Birdman. Interesting. Yeah. And Kate, hey. uh, she has won. Yes. She has won for best actress the 2008, reader. The Reader. And she's been nominated Good one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, total seven times. Good for her. Good for uh, her. Um, of no, course, but, she was nominated for Steve Jobs. She's so she's so good in that. Wow, oh, I forgot right. about that. Yeah, she's great in that. I like Edward Norton's look. I don't know if he's. I you know I I don't like. He's got a vibe to him. He, he I just think look, he's a, he looks he's, like a scumbag. He just looks like say, a piece he looks, of shit. He's very scummy. Like very no, scummy. Yeah, guy. no offense to the guy. Which is uh, my favorite performance of his is a twenty fifth hour. They really embrace yeah, that vibe with his look. He's got like this slick back, like greasy. Oh, hair. you need to see you need to see American History X. I should. Yeah, <laughs> he's so good in that. <laughs> uh, another bit that made me laugh was like they do this really like it's really like a uh, sweaty like insert shot of Kate Winslet's character looking at a sperm donor website just to like yeah. set up that. <laughs> And it's like during a montage too. It's just so like I mean, um, I don't yeah I don't know like it, it's inter- It's just bizarre that someone like Will Smith would make this movie this late into his career. No, it, it makes total sense to me because I think this is like he's getting sappy in his old age. You know, he's okay. like that's that's how I view it. He's like a you know he's what he's like around fifty, right? Well, it's just I think 
I mean, like, let's see. Just before this, he makes a movie that broke records at the box office. Right. Then he decides to make this fucking thing. And then he goes on to make, like, the first big Netflix, big budget movie. Like, this is just so out of place, I think. This is another, no, this is another, like, I think this is, like, another, like, attempt at the Oscar. You like, think or, so? Yeah, like, no, he's really, like, trying to, it, that's, you know, I called, um, I think I called Seven Pounds a little Oscar baby. Yeah, yeah, which I agree with more than this. No, this I think is like really like it's just I mean, you know, he's just yelling and like crying like is there's a part I watched it in two halves more than this. I watched like the first half last night and the second half this morning. Yeah. Um, isn't there a part where he's like yelling row row your boats like on the subway? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I like that scene. <laughs> <laughs> he gives a fucking speech, dude. That's a goddamn yeah. speech. I guess it's just so bizarre. Um, like it's his reign over me. It's his reign over. It's I just, like and it. it's also just and full of like, like it. <laughs> it's also just full of like these hallmark card, like fucking bullshit platitudes. Like near the end, um, Helen Mirren's uh, character death says something to Will. No, says something to Michael Pena. Michael Pena. Says. Nothing's ever really dead if you look at it right. I've, what does yeah. that mean? That doesn't mean anything. I was like, wait, you're not going to stare at a dead body and like, what the fuck are you talking about? You, you're you not going to look at a dead body and be like, oh, that isn't dead. Never mind. Yeah, there are some. It, the script is dog shit. I'll agree with that. The script makes is fucking dog shit. The dialogue is bizarre. This movie set on fucking Mars. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like Will Smith plays this depressed character and he and Michael Pena's character says it's been two years already he should be get over it and Kate wins it's like his daughter died like, yeah it's one of the yeah Michael Pena yeah why the fuck you're not gonna get over that you're his fucking daughter died but the thing is though they make it like I guess this might be the point but they make it hard to be fully against like the the Norn you know crew just because, like, it's established that if this merger doesn't go through, then everybody's going to lose their job. Yeah. But, like, if they, I don't know, if they really There's, want. There's, like, so many other ways they could have handled this situation. Yeah, I don't know. Like, they do. Uh, <laughs> it's so sweaty the way they try to establish how Edward Norton gets this idea. It's, like, so, <laughs> like. It makes sense when he's talking about like his uh, mother with uh, dementia or Alzheimer's or whatever, where you have to like you go into their world. But when he starts playing the commercial he did, I'm like, what does this have to do with what the fuck? I mean, wait, also, Kellen, we have failed to mention at the end of the movie, it seems like, wait, this is actually real. And these characters are actually time, death. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Love. They, they do a second reversal. The yeah. first reversal is you're like, oh, so the trailer lied. And then the second person was, no, the trailer told the truth. Because, like, uh, uh, Edward Norton is the one who's handling the love character. And guess what? At the end of it, she helps him fix his life. Yeah. Uh, Michael Pena is, is with the death character. And guess what? She helps him fix his life. It, <laughs> it's so sweaty. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, time. Kate Winslet wants a fucking baby. <laughs> and time is she's running out of time they got the the clock ticking. getting old 
Yeah, she's getting older. I don't know. Do you think there's a version of this movie, Moises, that works a little better where it's like it's edited so that all the stuff we for the first half were with Will Smith and then the second half like reveals that these people were hired actors? I'll tell you how this movie's better. Yeah. It's animated. <laughs> oh, you've lost me immediately, but Listen, go on. <laughs> it's animated and the characters time love and death are actually like you know caricatures so death is literally like a fucking grim reaper oh yeah time is like a guy just like uh covered in watches he's got like g-shocks on this arm he's got he's casios like, on oh this he's arm. like the guy who's like selling watches you know in cities yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of cool I love like is like literally just like fucking cupid or something you know love that's is the- kira knightley she's just a beautiful oh, woman. sorry yeah <laughs> Um, with like uh, that, like a beautiful red coat on or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yes, yeah. and you know the rest of the characters are just uh, animated like themselves. Um, you know, think Shark Tale, but actually humans. Well, and, yeah, I, could, um, I could see this being like a sort of like Miyazaki style like animation. You know, yeah, like, it would would rock. Then there we're getting somewhere. Like we get we kind of lean into the magical realism. We cut yeah. the whole gaslighting subplot. Not even subplot. That is the plot. Yeah, cut cut it out. Cut just cut it out. The like collateral are, beauty is the subplot. The main plot is gaslighting. Yeah. The collateral. Like um, I, I think that's where like this movie could have been way better if it was just like, hey, these are guys who work together. Time, love, death, all fucking come and they help them fix their life. I don't know. And they're worried. Yeah. And like you could still have like the co-workers get helped, like because they like they see their boss talking to these random like eccentric people and they're yeah, like because hey. the, the, the it's still like hey we should hire a private investigator yeah but they're not faking anything like <laughs> no that's cool we're getting somewhere with this and it's animated yeah animated you know uh magical realism um sort of i, a- I think i think uh by the sounds of it we uh want to stop talking about this movie already <laughs> <laughs> How long have we been going? And how much? It's only we been spent? like forty minutes, dude. Um, I guess. Um, let's see. Let's talk about twenty sixteen. What? Ha- what's happened? Trump just got elected uh, when this movie came out. Oh God. <laughs> um, that's where we are in the timeline. No, I guess we could let's just to give us something to talk about. I wanted to kind of go back to the point you texted me about earlier this week, where. This is like uh, this and Suicide Squad are the first ensemble kind of movies that Will Smith has done since like, uh, you know, Independence Day. Yeah, it's like the first time he is not. It's not it doesn't feel like a Will Smith movie. Mm -hmm. I'd say Bagger Vance because Bagger Vance was after Independence Day. Yeah. And And I guess you could make Shark Tale, the argument Shark Tale, just because. Yeah. Because like, even then, like After Earth should be Jaden Smith movie, but it doesn't feel like a Jaden Smith movie at all. That feels like a will, total Will I Smith. Get, will Smith and Margot Robbie in Focus. That feels like another, like one of the first times he like you know outside of like the Men in Blacks or the Bad Boys. Yeah, he's like kind of sharing. It's but, and yeah. it's just like so. <laughs> it sucks because it's like damn, this is the movie you decide to change that. Like you just did Suicide Squad, which sucks. You know. It sucks, but it is very, very successful. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's a home run. But this movie, why would you follow? It's so weird that you followed up with this movie next. Um, a total fucking mess. I can't. 
I really want to like watch interviews for this because I'm sure they're like, oh my God, we like spent so much time together and we're so happy with what we made. It's like, no, you're lying. You haven't even seen the final cut yet. He said that this movie helped him process um, his father, who was apparently dying of cancer at the time. So <laughs> we're the assholes for uh, <laughs> trashing him. This movie helped him. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You kind of wish like, it. Coming yeah. from a guy who liked this movie, that's fucking hilarious that this I, uh, is the movie that helped I, him. I, I, I'm going to call them out. I think actors and actresses only say that shit to make you feel guilty for not liking the bad movie they're in. I'm, I'm I'm putting my fucking foot down. Fucking hell, dude. Oh man. Yeah. Um. Just imagine, like Adam Sandler, like yeah, you know, the making of uh, Little Nicky really helped me. You know, my great great grandma was dying of cancer, and it just, <laughs> just really helped me pull through that. Helped me channel what I was what I was feeling at the time. Will this just be a short episode, Kelly? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I'm just like. Uh, th- there's really fun. not much like we covered everything already um i like his bike he has a cool <laughs> fit he has like a weird he has like a nice overcoat on and underneath he has like a running jacket for some reason mm-hmm. i don't know i like it cool fit with some like bright ass red jordans on <laughs> looks like an actual human for once uh he's not like scarily hot in this movie he's like he's a middle-aged man you know right because uh, yeah it's like yeah, daunting I'm, how hot he is um uh yeah i think this is just gonna be a shorter episode <laughs> <laughs> fuck me god damn it it's okay. all right i think there'll be a lot to talk about in bright so yeah uh yeah next week's bright um big the first like big budget netflix movie uh the mm-hmm. like the first big netflix original blockbuster so there'll be a lot to talk about there um I'm going to pull up the schedule real quick. We're, we're almost at the end. Yeah, we are. Um, it's it's wild. Um, we've got a little over a month left of Big Willie style. Oh, man. That's crazy. And, yeah. Um, we're going to announce very soon the fun thing we have planned for the summer. Um, it's going to rule so hard. I can't wait. Um, now, yeah, we have Bright next week. Uh, that'll be June 4th. And then the week after that, we have Aladdin uh, with a guest on um, who will announce, uh, will announce next week. Um, we need to remind him to watch Aladdin. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Gemini Man after that. That's also the same. That'll be the 18th. Also the weekend. We're looking at dropping the Red Table Talk bonus episode. And then uh, Spies in Disguise. Uh, which with two maybe two guests I'm trying to get on for that uh, I still keep have not worked up the courage to ask them <laughs> and then uh, after that is Bad Boys Three which is the last uh, episode of Big Willie style for now yeah that's um what's one two three it's five more movies left um it's been interesting you know we've look. I don't think we've had maybe one episode of Big Willie style that was under an hour long. We we we've earned this one, I think. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's what's coming up. Uh, and I think that'll do it for us this week. Sorry, this one's shorter, but uh, you know, now you got time to watch Bright for next week if you really want to. 
<laughs> or watch Speed Racer because we talked about that a couple of times in this episode. Um, and we'll wrap up as we always do with our non-Will Smith recommendations. These could be anything, movie, book, TV show, video game, podcast, song, album, park, painting, poem, uh, literally anything. It just cannot have Will Smith in it. Uh, Moises, do you have something to recommend this week? Yeah, I've, yeah, I do. I've recommended like music basically for the past, like a lot of episodes. This is gonna be the last time because uh, I've done it too much. But um, fuck, I realized how much I recommend shit that does not need recommendations. <laughs> like, we don't. Just, I, no, don't just I know, I know, I know, but I'm still gonna do something. Um, it's a rap group called Paris, Texas. Um, yeah, Paris, Texas. Yeah, That's the name of the rap group. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, it they dropped their first album called Boy Anonymous. Um, just go look, listen to it. Um, it's amazing. I'm glad that I got on them before. Like these guys are gonna. I think they're going to, you know, blow up like me, fanboy Brockhampton. I think they're going to blow up like them because I, this genuinely interesting shit that they're doing with their music videos, with their merch, with the song in general. Um, this is their first album, it seems like. I haven't done much research on these guys yet, <laughs> but um, fuck, I'm blown away by this album. Uh, Boy Anonymous by Paris, Texas. It dropped like, I want to see at the beginning of the month. Uh, it's very interesting. Anyone who's a fan of hip hop, rap in general should really listen to it. It's a crazy mishmash of genres. Yeah. Paris, Texas, Boyd Anonymous. I'm trying to remember. Last week I did Village. Oh, what was the week before that? That was Concussion, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't remember what I recommended then. I'll let you know. I'll remember when you say it. No, I'm just trying to like get a variety because like I don't know if to, to do oh, a movie okay. or a video game. You know, I did a video game last week. I'll do a movie now. Do you, okay. Um, past couple of movies I've watched, I have recommended before, but um, or um, okay, yeah, I'll recommend. Uh, I'm about to have a film major moment. I'll recommend uh, Jackie Brown. Um, okay. <laughs> best, best Tarantino movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I haven't watched um some of his movies recently but it's my new favorite of his it's just yep. i was really uh blown away by it um it's a uh, pretty much all of the stuff i like about tarantino that with most of the stuff i don't like about tarantino just missing mm-hmm. so it's like the platonic ideal for me um like it's i it's just it's like the i've seen a lot of reviews that describe it as it's like a 70s crime thriller, but all of the people in it are like, I'm too old. I'm getting too old for this shit, you know? Like, which is, it's really beautiful. It's like, I mean, it's this real, it's really fun, like scheming and double crossing and like cons and like, you know, pulling off these like elaborate things. Like they show the same like uh, plan from like multiple perspectives. Yeah. yeah like that kind of shit. I- um, I think, uh, yeah, that's, um, I want to say in my top 10 performances, um, from Robert De Niro in that he's so De Niro in that. Yeah. In that. He is, uh, he's, he's hilarious in that fucking movie. Yeah. He's really funny. And like, Samuel Jackson is, ah, oh, everyone in that movie blows it out of the fucking park. Pam Greer and Robert Forster in that, uh, are like, I think they might be in like my, I don't think about this a lot, but like, they might be like among my favorite performances of all time. 
Oh, like, wow. I just, they're just so, man, they're so good. Yeah. Like, I, like, I I'm genuinely, jealous. I haven't I'm been able to. Whenever I think about that fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> I have, like, not been able to stop thinking about how perfect the ending of that movie is. It's like. To hoot and holler. To hoot and holler. Um, <laughs> yep. Uh, I think that's it. Um, intro and outro music is, um, uh, ho- I almost said, hold on, I'm coming. I still do that. I still it's I still come close to saying it every time. Bring it on home to me by Sam Cook. Um, thank you for not suing us to Sam Cook Estate. Uh follow us at Big Willie Style Podcast on Instagram. Um, you're gonna want to go ahead and do that now because we're gonna rebrand pretty soon. I think we <laughs> we the final uh, rebrand. The final rebrand. This is the one we're sticking with. Yeah. Because we were like, we're going to do an Adam Sandler podcast forever. And we're like, shit, we're running out. And we're like, we'll do Will Smith. And it's like, fuck, it took like half the time and we're almost out. Yeah. Uh, but this, we, we've, got a con- we've got a consistent brand coming up. Um, and we're also going to be announcing probably pretty soon what uh, we're doing over the summer. So that's going to be fun. Uh, anything I'm forgetting? No, just next week is bright. That's next week's bright orc cop the movie oh orc cop um not time cop which we copyrighted me and kellen copyright that movie time cop oh wait no not time cop what do we want (laughs) oh the fucking air marshal we the air sky cop Cop. sky cop (laughs) (laughs) sky cop there you go uh, time cop though maybe we gotta no go that's a that's a movie i think i think that's a paul walker movie let me look oh, it up uh, angel no it's jean claude van damme my bad what's uh okay now i gotta look it up real quick there's some sort of paul walker movie with a similar title um what was i timeline that's what i was thinking of oh he's oh yeah that's right he's in that anyway anyway fuck i'm off topic thank you so much for listening uh don't forget to leave a positive review, you know, um, it just all the collateral beauty in this world. We'd really appreciate it. Um, I think that's going to do it for this week. So we'll leave you as we always do with the Will Smith fact of the week. This is just a true, like thoroughly researched nugget of information, piece of info about the subject of our program, uh, Willard Smith. Um, this is just something for you to, you know, kind of keep in your pocket, hold in your heart, reflect on, just ruminate on, let simmer until we meet again next week to talk about Bright. Uh, this week's Will Smith fact is that, Moises, did you know that Will Smith is a big dogecoin guy he's gone really he's on wall street bets like every day you know what kellen i actually did know that um yeah he's a huge crypto guy he like i mean he was inconsolable when it that shit plummeted last week i actually did know that kellen he um let's just say he's the one who's been giving me advice to diamond hands on the <laughs> diamond hands he was like jada i'm fucking ruined uh, uh, I'm Kellen Grenades. And, uh, buy the dip. <laughs> buy the fucking dip, <laughs> diamond hands, baby. <laughs> but you stayed out, stayed out tonight. But I'll oh, forgive you. Bring it to me. Bring your sweet loving. 
Yeah. 